This episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast is brought to you by Speed Pro East Bay in Alameda, California, in the heart of the San Francisco Bay Area. They're the source for premium visual solutions to spruce up your interior space. From window decals and wall murals to conference room graphics and directional signage, create a work environment that is tailored to your brand. They'll not only print your custom graphics, but do installation as well. Visit eastbayspeedpro.com. That's E-A-S-T-B-A-Y-S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O.com. And mention BJJ Campaign Podcast for 15% off your first order. Also, Eddie is a jiu-jitsu guy, so folks, go out there and support him. I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our Yeah Everybody that trains You know the game Yeah So let's get it uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game You're feeling the growth That's time on the mat, we put in the work Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know But we train for the love of the game The love of the art Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll let's roll Welcome to episode 62 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, three stripes. Phil Coors, A2, blue belt, two stripes. Philly, this is our holiday episode that we're doing today. Yes. We're going to to express the gifts that jiu-jitsu has given us. Correct. And I was looking up, um, you know, expressing gifts or gratitude towards that. And I was looking that up in the Huffington post had it had something in the uh, neuroscience of gratitude says when we take the time to ask what we're grateful for, certain neural circuits are activated production of dopamine and serotonin increases and these neurotransmitters then travel neural pathways to the bliss center of the brain, similar to the mechanisms of many antidepressants. So it's healthy to express gratitude. Makes sense. So what gifts or what gratitude would you like to express about what jujitsu has given you? Give me a bunch. We can start with yours though. I like yours better. Okay. Fair enough. So the number one thing and and the reason that I got into jujitsu was for health reasons. I was in I was in bad shape. I was in poor health. My blood work was abysmal. Uh, I was a hundred pounds overweight. And so I am, I'm grateful for the gift of health that jujitsu has given me and longevity. And I'm certain because I am doing jujitsu that I will live longer. So that's the number one thing for me. Agreed. Yeah. I have, I have some very similar, like, uh, definitely notice the same benefits as far as health goes from, learning different things about food and how it affects me and especially with like digestion stuff on my skin with the psoriasis and I had made improvements in the past, but it it wasn't until like starting jujitsu and being like, I'm tired. Why am I tired? And finding out how much the diet helps the cardio, you know, and then it's going to fix jujitsu. So it has these secondary benefits to the health, but so it's funny that jiu-jitsu seems to be the primary driver in most of those. For sure. And uh, Phil, when you started jiu-jitsu, were you still drinking? No. You weren't? How long before jiu-jitsu did you stop? Probably over a year. Oh, it was over a year. Yeah. Okay. So you were starting to get 
back in shape, right? Yeah, I had... Yeah, that actually does make it easier to put it that way. Yeah, so I would say maybe a year and a half because um, I had stopped smoking probably like two years before that, three years before that. I can't see smoking. Pack Phil. a day, yeah. Really? Yeah, did. I don't believe vaping is safe, but if they figure out a way to make cigarettes safe, I'm right back on that train. They're no the best. No way. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> like It's like worse than coffee, yeah. Yeah. Folks, that's saying a lot if he says it's worse than yeah. coffee because he's just no, down this like 17th cup of coffee this yeah, morning. Yeah, I'm so still we sweating. Yeah, I'm yeah. still sweating because I was in a heated debate with uh, your nephew there and he was being silly, acting like he was correct. Um, so, yeah, I had lost, I had stopped smoking, stopped drinking. Um, then I wanted to try to lose some weight, started exercising and things like that. But, I mean, in all reality, I, I, I like the improvements I was making like how I felt better and definitely looked better, but I hated working out. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't fun. Unless you trick yourself and do jujitsu and then it's a workout and fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, similarly, and I've, I've told this story before, but I think it bears repeating. And that is that whenever I called and, and was like, I'm, I'm a total fat ass. I want to come in and do jujitsu, but I need to lose weight before I do jujitsu. And John said, that's ridiculous. You'll lose weight whenever you come into jujitsu. So, and he was right. It is. And then it's the same thing where it's, you know, people are like, Oh, I don't want to go to open mat. Cause I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what if I told you that just going to open mat, you'll figure out what to do. Whoa. That's it's crazy. Gonna, Phil. You're going to kind of figure it out. <laughs> you know what? I want now's a good time to pause and, and kind of reflect, um, for the listeners out there, uh, Phil and I do group privates every so often with our professor, John Plyler, Plyler and we were doing uh, one this morning, and um, it was on the crucifix position. Mm-hmm. And I, it made me wonder how many other positions are out there that I'm regularly in that I have no idea. Like, I... Like, I really, which is probably naive, and I'm I'm admitting this, you know, and everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, you didn't know that. But here it is. I had no idea about how to get into the crucifix position and about where it comes up and, and everything like that, And I'm, just, which makes me wonder, like, because I feel like I have a pretty, um, pretty solid base understanding of the positions that we're in and, and somewhat basic uh, entries into into different positions, Kimura's, other things like that. But honestly, I had really no idea on that crucifix stuff. And it's really enlightening. And like, even, even just doing that, that hour lesson, like I was a total, uh, totally inept at anything to do with it. And at the end of the, end of the hour is like, Oh man, that makes sense and the movements make sense and and I can see implementing it immediately. I mean, obviously, in in, a, in the lab, in the uh, practice environment, open mat environment, I can see immediately implementing it and being able to force that position, not force it, but being able to make that position come up. Take it when it's there. It's like, remember we were watching the Kautera, I think half guard stuff a long time ago. Yes. And we keep talking about this, but yeah, I remember when you, you were showing it to me and then I think the words I said was, Oh, I'm never in that position. And then I like got thinking about it a couple minutes later and I was like, probably in that position all the time. I just don't know it. Yeah. I like, remember I, you that, saying it, that. It always comes up, but I'm in a race to familiar. Like if I don't know where to go, go back to where I'm comfortable. 
go back to somewhere you know. And then tying all those things together, that's how I realized, like I wanted to ask John, but I really didn't get a chance about that, uh, what Charlie calls the dogfight position. I think it's kind of like in a half guard situation where we're both trying to get up and pushing back and forth. And, you know, where to go from there? Because all of a sudden, through trying these other new things, I find myself in this other position. And I, I just looked at Charlie one night and I was like, what do you do when this happens? Like, I keep ending up here, you know? And it's that problem solving approach. And it's like, if I'm not having the problem, understanding the answer is hard. But when I'm in that problem, and that's why the crucifix lesson was fun for me because I'm now seeing that I should be doing it and I'm trying to do it. And it's, you know, I'm hitting roadblock after roadblock with it. And it's like, all right, well, how do you do it? Cause you've probably already been through it. No, you know? he got me in the crucifix last week, yeah. so, he, he, which really <laughs> made me want to learn about it, right? <laughs> and and also, honestly, that setup that he used by sprawling the initial leg that any wrestler is going to shoot in on and then giving them the it's, crucifix leg, it's brilliant. It's Yeah, and it's not, I don't even think it takes a wrestler because I grabbed those legs. That's how I was, uh, uh-huh. that was that position. I even told you about it the night it happened with yeah. um, with Rich. And I was like, I grabbed the wrong leg and he, I tried to lift in that position and I hurt my back. And I was like, and what really pisses me off is I grabbed the legs he should have crucifixed me with, but he didn't know to do it. Sure. So I know I'm doing it wrong, but I'm still going to grab it. Like there's just, I need to grab I'm something. I'm not going to grab it anymore ever again. I'm not. All I'm right. just going to go, no, I'm going to try to duck under and pull guard if I can. Honestly, that's, okay. I mean, that's what it taught me. It's a good idea. I still grab that leg when I'm in that I'm position. I'm going to. All right. I might do it one more time, but that's it. <laughs> that's it. One I'm more never going to put my head down on a double leg. I know better. <laughs> I know better. So let me, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Folks, he puts his head down every double leg. Let me, let me go back to what you said, because I thought that was really interesting. And that is, uh, whenever you found yourself in that position, you went back to a more familiar position. Do you think it would be more advantageous to, ah, boy, this is a hard one to, to explore the unknown yeah. position? No, because I don't either. No, because it's, it, you can't cause you don't know. Cause you don't know where you are. It, it takes, I, I think, I think after I see it a couple of times, I don't know how many times during a role I've just looked at somebody and been like, that was weird. I, I don't know Dozens. what that was, <laughs> you know, that, you know, and it still happens a, a new either position or set of movements. And all of a sudden I end in like our, our feet are touching each other and we're facing <laughs> in opposite directions. And I'm like, I don't know what just happened. You know, it still happens all the time to me. Um, but if it only happens at once and never again, why is that worth my time looking into? But if I see that I'm always here and I keep getting back to this, that's, and again, I'm a slow learner. I, I'm going to mess it up a bunch of times. I'm going to get into the spot 35 times before I'm like, hang on, there has to be a better way to do something about this. How do I stop this? Cause it keeps happening. So to ask the same question, but maybe a slightly different question. And that is, do you think it's, imp- do you think it's important, um, to note if you're in one of those weird positions to like, just take a note in your notes and say, Hey, you know, maybe later, because that's what just thinking about it. That's what I think I'm going to do from now on. If I find myself in that position in a position that I'm not familiar with, maybe just jot it down in my BJJ notes or something like that. And, and ask John, like, what, what should we, 
what should you do here? And then he'll probably be like, well, you shouldn't probably get there. But yeah, I guess. But I, I mean, I, I feel like I typically don't wait that long, you know, like I, I saw it and I had the question and I get the answer. I'm not going to remember all the answers anyway, you know, and we, we did it again with, um, that position that happens to me when I, I have like a choke on the back and I lose the position and people are kind of driving back into me with their weight off the floor. And I was, I had kept trying to run away because if I can run away enough and get there, I don't know how to describe this position really good, but say if my right hand is under their neck, um, it's basically the crucifix position without, without the, the arm. arm so, is what it is. Yeah. And the, and the person who, who you have and still have the choke, but they're driving back into you. Yes. And their weight is like pressing into my chest and they're driving backwards. I had tried to run away, which works sometimes. And then I can come up for, I typically would come up and attempt like a clock choke if I can escape my hip away. And John who said, just Take escape under. Yeah. Cause they're, again, it's, it was funny you know, they want to go that way. So go with them, let them go that way. And, and the other day they did the wall pin defense, which, uh, basically is somebody's grabbing and jacking you up against the wall. You lean into them, force them to push back, step to the side and let them go where they want to go. And one of the kids, um, asked, he goes, so you're basically using their force against them. And John was like, that's what jujitsu is. Mm -hmm. But, I'm still never ready to see it until you're ready to see it. It's yeah. Funny. And, and, um, just thinking about that whenever you're talking about it, it was, it was like going back to the basic principles of, of attacking and defense. If you're attacking, you want to close distance. If you're defending, you want to, you want to, uh, as a general rule, you want more distance. So in that position, when you were in an attacking position, you were actually defending, so instead of attacking, in other words, closing that distance and making less room for movement, you were going away, which I mean, I think that's why I like conceptually think about jujitsu is because that makes sense to me now. Yeah. You know, but I was doing the same thing you were doing. Mm -hmm. So. And like that's why I say if you just go to open mat, you'll figure it out because like there's a reason that it works and it works because everybody, there's a natural instinct and reaction that people are going to have. But if you don't ever explore what the natural reactions are, you can't ever learn how to have a better reaction. Right. True. All right. Um, that was good. That was really fun this morning. I really enjoyed it. No, I did too. I, I think learned that, I think lot. that position's really good. And you know, it's just, going back to watching those instructionals out of nowhere and I see something pop up and I'm like, that happens to me all the time. That seems like a good answer to the problem I'm having. Let's look into that. Mm -hmm. But you know, the more I think about it, it's, can we beat the problem before it's a problem? You know? And yeah, that's way better, mm -hmm. you know, and trying to figure out how to do it. You just sound like Eddie Bravo there. Let's look into it. We should look into it. <laughs> we are looking into it. Uh, Great. What's another, what's another gift that jujitsu has given you? Uh, for me, I think it really took the, I guess kind of time together, but like the education and learning stuff and the competitive, uh, like void, you know, like I played a lot of sports growing up. I was competitive. I played 
like video games for competition reasons for a long time. And, you know, that got not so fun after a while. And I think. Why was, did it get not so fun after a while? Uh, part of it was the games uh, were less fun. I'm very picky. I only play certain ones. Like I don't, I don't say I like video games. I say I like one specific game mode and one specific game. Like I don't, I, you know, if I, I don't want to play the VR, I don't care. You know, I don't think a lot of games are. Um, we're going to do that to get to be world-class boxers. That's true. Because boxing, I've got the VR boxing sounds game on VR now yeah. and I'm, I'm going to be throwing hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, and that kind of died and that killed the, it's not fun when you're like better than 99% of the people who play it, you know, the, the, the competition was the fun part. Um, and I think jujitsu picked that up immediately. And then the education and learning kind of tying those together and how to get better at it. Um, but while doing that, the improvements to everything else were worth it. It was worth the time investment when I was winning at a video game. It wasn't worth, worth it. it. You know, it was a lot of time and it was fun, but it's not like, you don't get anything else. You know, I wouldn't recommend my friend starts playing video games all of a sudden, you know, like that's not going to improve anything else. Yeah. Agreed. And and I think one of the reasons and, and, and similarly with me and, and um, other ventures, you know, whether it was wrestling or mountain biking or kayaking or anything like that, I got into a certain level of proficiency again at that 99%. Yeah. Uh, but that's never going to be attainable at jujitsu for me. And that's what I love about it. You know, that that's exactly what I love about jujitsu is that I'm never going to be in that 1% or, or guess what? Maybe so, maybe in the overall worldwide scheme of things I am, but not even in, in my own academy, in, in our own training environment, are we going to be that 1%, right. you know, which is appealing to me. Yeah. It's. It's hard to answer this question because I, I have a hard time separating them because they, they kind of all feed into each other. And that's why like you, I think it's good, you know, to come up with a list of, of gifts that it gave you, but I have a hard time isolating the fact that I enjoy competing from the fact that it helps me become healthier to the fact that it's the only reason I have friends. I think, I think they're all tied together. Yeah, of course they're all tied together, which brings me to my, next item that dovetails right off of what we were talking about and that is the the struggle of jujitsu the only place for for personal growth is in a struggle mm -hmm. you know uh not the only one of the main places for personal growth is by struggling um a lot of what we do or a lot of what i do today is not a struggle. I mean, there's certain aspects of it, of work that are a struggle sometimes, things like that, but nothing like jujitsu because every single day is a struggle is, is something that you want to learn and get better at. So just having that struggle and, and being able to adapt and have uh, comfort in an uncomfortable situation. And that's where the, for me, that's where I feel the growth comes in. I agree a hundred percent. I think that's kind of what we were arguing about once you left is, is, is I'm, Nick. yeah, I'm saying, you know, I think more people should at least try jujitsu because I think it does take a, a different type of person to totally, um, become obsessed with it. Um, to the point, you know, past all the benefits, like I, I'm not getting 
the health benefits more because I train six days a week. It might actually be on the opposite side where I'm beating myself up a little bit more, but that's doesn't matter. You know, um, we're not talking about sacrifices. We're talking about benefits. Right. But you know, and I'm saying there's, I think there's a lot of people that don't have necessarily all that much struggle where a lot of things are pretty easy and comfortable in life now, you know, where you kind of, I'll take you as the example where if you didn't seek out the physical discomfort and the physical struggle, you could have happily lived the rest of your life with whatever you wanted to do. And that would have been it. A much shorter life. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, and, and I, I don't, I don't think I'm a microcosm. I think, I, I think I am probably the norm in what we see in America today. And that is that, that I'm not saying that there aren't people out there struggling each and every day because there are, mm-hmm. but overwhelmingly we're in the best time that we've ever known in the world today. Yeah. Things are easier than we've ever known today. Think about the people on the Serengeti that we evolved from that were out there struggling to get food each and every day. We mm-hmm. don't have any, any of those struggles. Yeah. And th- this for me, I, I feel like feels that, that primal urge for that struggle. Agreed. It's, I guess I have a hard time explaining it, but I, I think that's what a lot of people are, might be missing that they don't realize they're missing because I, you know, I didn't even know it existed really. Like I was vaguely familiar with the UFC, but I wouldn't have known the difference between like a wrestle, like wrestling and jujitsu. Like obviously I know boxing, but outside of that punching, kicking, I didn't know what was happening, you know? So it's, I think there's a lot of people who don't know. I wish they did, you know? And I think a lot more people would get all these other benefits if they knew. Speaking of which, I saw a post, I can't remember on, on which uh, jiu-jitsu forum on Facebook or group on Facebook, but there's a post. This one guy brought five of his coworkers with him, and four of them are still going. Yeah, it's awesome. Kudos to him. Yeah, I mean, I, I... Those are some badass HVAC guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people would do it, man. It's especially with the competitive stuff. But I guess at the same time, it's super hard. Like it's, I I can see how it would be. I forget who I heard say it, but yeah, you basically become a doctor in the same amount of time it takes to become like a black belt. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like it's it's like that kind of commitment to like before you're competent. And then how many times have we heard a black belt be like, I got my black belt and I didn't think I was very good. Yeah. You know, it's. That's why we call him professor. Right. I mean, that's yeah. it. It's a sign of respect and respect that's well earned. Um, and, you know, just thinking about it, like, uh, you know, after I'm I'm done with my career and whatever, just thinking about pathways. And, and I think about this a lot is like, uh, I think it's Leo Vieira who's who's trying to worldwide get jujitsu in physical education in uh, in elementary junior high and high schools. I mean, how great would that be if you didn't, if you just had, just had some sort of exposure to awareness, you know, just some sort of, but like it, because it's such a a vehicle to, to optimize yourself. It's, it's incredible. And, you know, 
so, you know, maybe whenever I'm, I'm done with my career, that, that that's something that I can get into and sometimes somehow make a meaningful impact to have more people try jujitsu. Yeah. It's interesting. Who knows? I try to get people to try jujitsu all the time. You do very <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> I'm a salesman, Phil. <laughs> I want to close that deal. <laughs> What other what other ones do you have down for gifts? Uh, so that was oh, um, yeah. Again, this this all kind of goes together, but it is all jujitsu, and that that's you know the camaraderie um, that you get from regularly trusting your training partners in compromising positions you know the the tap is uh, i remember john saying one time the tap is is simulated death in other words when you tap you're you've got no option to get out of that mm-hmm. right so that's a simulation of death to have that trust to build it quickly builds that camaraderie uh with with people you know it just it's a it's kind of a, a, it breaks down barriers that you would normally have socially that would allow you to, to, to know right away whether you could trust someone, because that's always in the back of our minds. Whenever we we're meeting someone is, are, are they trustworthy or, or is this, you know, should I have my guard up or anything like that? You know, I think that, that somebody that's doing jujitsu, you inherently already know what their motivation is for the most part. Right. I mean, I'm not saying everyone does jujitsu is a great person because, you know, what was the quote at, at everyone's best, they're a really good person and everyone, everyone's worst, they're despicable. And that could be for anyone that could be for me or you or anyone else out there. But, um, you know, that, that camaraderie that, that it's given me that common thread with, with everyone who, you know, if you're in the airport and you see someone with a jujitsu shirt on, you're like, Hey, you know, uh, you talk, well, if you're me, you immediately talk to them and mm-hmm. strike up a conversation. And if there's a place to roll, you roll. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the, well known. It's the only reason I have friends. I mean, it's a, I'm not going to talk to the person at the airport. I will, if they talk to me and especially to talk about jujitsu. But other than that, it's, you know, I don't just walk up and talk to people because you're weird for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the reason I have the friends I do now. It's the main reason I have the girlfriend I have now is because, like, before I wouldn't have gone out to meet anyone, you know? You wouldn't have left your house. Nope. Not necessary, you know? Yeah, no, no. And you know what, too? I mean, along those same lines, just... um you know, you and I, I mean, the, the bond, the trust that we share, I'm, I'm super thankful for that. I, uh, to be able to do this each and every week, it's, it's never, it's never a chore, you know, like I look, I look forward to every single week sitting here with you, whether anybody's listening or not, you know, and, and just talking about jujitsu and, and, and trying to discover new things about it and, and new benefits of it. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it, 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 it will bring people into your life that you would have otherwise never known. So hundred percent. Everybody from doctors and lawyers to kids and students. I mean, it's, it's up and down the whole social 
whatever social racial whatever you call it anything any spectrum it it transcends political social racial barriers which is the great thing about it um so yeah and and you know just being able to travel do it you know going to origin camp meeting meeting so many like-minded people that experience what we experience to be able to identify it because you know the what is it the they say whenever you get your blue belt you're in the one percent of of the world that that has combat training to where you can sufficiently defend yourself mm-hmm. you know so um so yeah i mean i, I think i think that's a, a real positive benefit as well yeah that confidence and not having to worry as much i mean again we live in the time we do. It's not like I was walking around like afraid of being mugged all the time or anything, but the, the difference now or a saber tooth tiger yeah. coming and eating you got to worry about the lions, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but it is good to know. I mean, there's the diff, uh, just the difference in, in knowledge is insane. Very true. Um, what else, Phil, what else is another gift? that you've experienced from jujitsu. Did we just do friends? I feel like that was my other one. What was the last friends, one? Friends, yeah. Friends, camaraderie. Yeah, what was the last one you had? Camaraderie. That was it. I thought you had three. That was it, yeah. Yeah, it was it was uh health benefits, uh overcoming struggle, and camaraderie. Okay. Overcoming struggle was on your list? Yeah. Okay. You juked me out with a list. What? Yeah, I well, sent you the list the other night. You juked me out. It's okay. For me, it gave me, like, and that's when I say it, it is hard to separate. It really did give me, like, a whole purpose for, like, how I live my entire life. Um, I am weird, you know? So, but, like, I've focused everything on that between training, eating, sleeping, things for recovery, whether it's baths or a chiropractor or a sauna it's or skipping ice baths. Everything is for recovery to go back and train again. Uh, Julie B. I was so hurt by that. Thank you. Thank you for that. I just, you know, I knew I was right. I just didn't know why you weren't right. It was for strength. So let's clarify this just for the audience, uh, the, on the BJJ campaign, Facebook group. If you're not out there on it, get on it. Uh, but I just want to, I want to preface this by, this is the guy who told you to wrap up your tapeworm or whatever it is. <laughs> tapeworm. Ringworm. Ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wrap up a tapeworm. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> that was a mistake. Uh, yeah, it, I'll, I'll make mistakes. That's yeah. very Here true. Comes another one. Go ahead. So, so, uh, Julie B it, part of the, the Facebook group, she posted an article that was on, uh, ice baths, too soon after physical training. And I think they were really more talking about um, building muscle um, can inhibit muscle growth. And it was recovery. No, what I don't, it, thought it, it inhibited muscle growth whenever I read it, it wasn't recovery. It was uh, well, that helping picture, inflammation. That was, but, but the reason it helps inflammation is it stops that process of breakdown. And so if you're trying to build muscle, maybe don't, get in an ice bath one to two hours after you're done training, let those muscles break down first and then do it. 
my understanding was that it goes through the inflammation period and then your body pushes out whatever is in there. I don't know what that is, but it pushes it out. The Yeah, it's an anti-inflammatory. All yes. that ice is doing is delaying that process from happening and you'd be better off letting it be inflamed and then stretching and mobility work afterwards because that is what forces an ice bath after whatever after you it forces it out. So my definition of too soon is at any point ever. <laughs> and it's working so far. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. So I'm still going to do the ice baths, but I will not do it immediately after training, which I never did really anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? So just really, it hurt my feelings, Julie. Yeah. So, you know. Best article I've ever read. <laughs> Saved it. Um, but anyway, back to that kind of, it essentially does give me, gives me a, a structure to my entire life, a purpose. And that's what I like to do. And I, between the podcast and just talking to people in the limited amount that I do, it is to try to get more people to at least experience and try it. You know, cause mm-hmm. like, I understand if, if you try it and I understand some people's priorities are different, they don't care. I understand some people don't like it and want to do it. I think they might need it more, but you know, it is what it is. At least they tried. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it changed everything when I tried it and there's not much that's similar to myself of like three years ago that there is today. A lot of it's different. Yeah. Agreed. And, and kind of along that same line, you know, in, in, life outside of jujitsu there's no way that you and i would ever be as close as we are now no i never would have met never would have met because you don't go out of the house i mean True. i go out of the house but yeah. uh and i'll talk to everybody but you'd have been like who is this weird yeah can you please stop <laughs> <laughs> but but it's also given me that uh perspective that you know someone like you who 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 doesn't is not an extrovert let's just say <laughs> it gives me that understanding of well it's it's just a different you're just a different person doesn't mean you're better or worse or different you you're capable of all the same things that anyone can do it's just that it, it's given me that where i wouldn't otherwise get to know someone that was like that it's given me that so i'm, I'm i am very thankful for that yeah I mean, it's, and it's, I don't think it would have this effect on everybody. Cause I don't think everybody needed the same amount of structure and stuff that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'll fall right off. Like I'll go back, I'll eat a bunch of cookies and stuff every once in a while, you know, and it has a bad effect on like digestion, skin, how like energy levels, how long I can roll like it. It's completely negative. There's no good thing about it. And, uh, you know, that kind of goes back to like what I was just arguing with Nick about when he's talking about what happiness is. And I'm like, that's not, you know, that's, it's giving into weakness. It's, it's relief. It's, it's, I feel good for like four seconds and then I'm regret it. And I, I hate that I did it. The cookies. And I, yeah, you know, and, and but you, it's four seconds after you eat the entire pack. True. Not yeah, just while the, I'm doing if it. If it was four seconds know. after the first cookie, you'd be okay. Right. But you know, and it's, and that's my, that was my whole argument is that's not happiness. That's just relief. It's giving into the weakness of, you know, and not, let's say never have a cookie. Like I'll, 
I did it over Thanksgiving. I ate whatever I wanted, you know, Mm -hmm. because the indulging every once in a while I think is okay. And because I can turn that on and off, you know, there's certain things I haven't been able to do that with. So now I don't do them at all. Right. You know, it's not like I can smoke one cigarette. It's a terrible idea. It's right. going to be smoking a whole bunch of them soon. So it's like never <laughs> touching it again. But anyway, I don't know. It, it gave me the the purpose and I'm thankful it does connect everywhere. And I'm thankful I can't like turn the, the jujitsu switch off in my head because I, it positively impacts everything else. I thought, I think if I stopped training jujitsu now, it wouldn't take long to go back and destroy all the positive benefits that have come from it. Maybe not all, but most, most would come right back. Yeah, no, agreed. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners and Phil, what if I told you that we have a listener who has never done jujitsu and will likely never do it? What if I told you that? They'll do it. So the shout out is for one of my uh, good friends and coworkers, Karen Keegan. She's the one who, who the past couple of years has set up that introduction to jujitsu that I do every year at our uh, training camp. Uh, that's been, in my opinion, very successful in uh, a bringing people together, kind of knowing more about jujitsu exposed, exposed a lot more people to jujitsu and actually for people are now doing jujitsu. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say because of it, but certainly not, not because of it, you know? So she sets that up every year and really, um, and really highlights it on, on all of the notifications that we get. So I want to, I want to thank Karen for that. And she does listen every single week and doesn't do jujitsu. She's probably just training. She's waiting until she's good enough. She's going to choke the shit out of me to kick your butt. Possibility. I wouldn't put a pastor. She's a very talented woman. It wouldn't take a long. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Uh, so Phil, anything else as far as, uh, gratitude gifts, uh, anything that you can think of? I can't think of one gift. It's not that jujitsu has given me, but one gift that you could get. And that is on the um, which is the website with the uh, Christmas rash guards that James sent. Fight Hub FightHub.com. Man, those those That's cool rash guards are fire. Yeah. Uh, so if you you know go to FightHub.com. And all, his, all the rash guards are the same that we have. They're really really nice. I bought rash guards from a couple of different companies, and they're my favorite. Yeah, they're super comfortable, and and you know. If, if you haven't taken advantage of it yet, we've extended the uh, kitchen sink offer for all of them. Indefinitely. And, indefinitely. Yep. Yep. Uh, $7,000 value. Yep. From what I understand from the website. Yeah. For $100. Yep. Uh, you can pay 7000 if you want. Sure. We'll take I, it. Yeah. We'll take it. It's up to you. Uh, uh, a special thanks to Eddie um, for sponsoring us. His sponsorship has come to an end. Um, and you'll hear this episode of East Bay Speed Pro. So go out there and see him and tell him that we sent you. Um, also for the role model, all women's uh, jujitsu camp in Indianapolis that AJ Klingerman and James are running. I'm trying to get Molly. It's like trying to get a, a cat in a bathtub. 
It's like, she just wrote all these excuses and reasons. And I'm like, you just, just do it. Just do it. She would love it if she did it. I know. I know. Jonas going. I know. She would know somebody there. I know. It would be amazing. And yeah, it's May 1st through 3rd and it's filling up fast. Um, I would imagine that by the first, because it's May. So I would imagine by January it's going to be full. Probably, yeah. You know? Uh, they've got, they, they've been putting different stuff out. You know, they've got a bunch of instructors, Nikki Sullivan, Hillary Van Ornum, uh, really quality instruction. They just announced some, they also gave us a nice shout out on the last beauty and the gear. Listen to their Christmas episode. I haven't one. listened to it yet. Um, so that was cool. AJ and, uh, Jen gave us a shout out. They had, um, what did they say? They had a good, they had a good suggestion. I can't remember if it was. They said like memberships and privates and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we said that one. What is it? Memberships and privates for a gift. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Like yeah. You, like if you got somebody a membership. Try, yeah. No, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. How else can our uh, listeners support us if they wish to do so? BJJCampaignPodcast.com. The Facebook group. Um, post in the Facebook group. I know. Um, a couple people post some memes and videos and stuff and love them. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, all the good stuff. And, um, you know, support going out to Andrew Faraday of the fight game. He's in DC for, uh, Joe Selecki, uh, now a transplant. He's from New Jersey, but North Carolina grappler trains at, at, uh, salty dog MMA fighter is making his UFC debut this week. So super excited to see that we've got also Saturday night. I'm hosting the, uh, Gordon Ryan and Bo nickel, um, on flow, flow grappling hosting that. Having a little party for that get together. Can't believe the start time. Just no it's respect. It's nine o'clock p.m. I have Phil. I have a bedtime. Oh my god, you're such an old man. How old are you? Like seventy three. It feels that way. After nine p.m. <laughs> it well, the good good news is it'll be over at nine o three. Well, is there is there a card or is it is he just start at nine? I think they're going to do like, I don't think it's going to be like a whole, it's a, um, cause that was my fears. They're going to have like five fights before it and it's not going to start till like midnight. No, I, I think it's probably going to be an hour's worth before it's a, I can't remember the production. Damn it. I can't remember who's doing it. It's not fight to win or anything like that, but it's a production. It looked like it was no gi, but in weird letters. I didn't know if that was also trying to say something else. The, like, well, the, that's because the special rules set, I think is why it said. Because it, it looked like it was saying no gi on that in the middle of the advertisement, those red letters. Yeah. But I didn't know if that was also saying something else, like if that was the company name or something. No, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. But but I think there's going to be probably an hour's worth of matches before. I think it'll probably be 10, 10 30 before the main event. Good we'll night. Go. Or maybe one. I don't know. Yeah, good night. I'm not really worried about it. It's a, it's on a Saturday night, so just check Instagram. I've got highlights. one PM Sunday rolls after that. That's it. So I'm okay. Yeah. Either way. Oh well. Uh anyway, folks, if you're not out there doing something to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too.
This episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast is brought to you by Speed Pro East Bay in Alameda, California, in the heart of the San Francisco Bay Area. They're the source for premium visual solutions to spruce up your interior space. From window decals and wall murals to conference room graphics and directional signage, create a work environment that is tailored to your brand. They'll not only print your custom graphics, but do installation as well. Visit eastbayspeedpro.com. That's E-A-S-T-B-A-Y-S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O.com. And mention the BJJ Campaign Podcast for 15% off your first order. Also, Eddie is a jiu-jitsu guy, so folks go out there and support him. I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Right. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's, that's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. 